Hey, is this thing on? I am Queensman. Hi everyone, my name is Alyssa and you are listening to the All Things Pelvic podcast where you get to follow my life as a pelvic floor physical therapist. That may sound a little boring, but real quick, let me break it down. I bring up topics that most people find difficult to talk about, but maybe it's time we get comfortable with discussing the uncomfortable. I always strive for real talk, good vibes, and mostly all things pelvic. Join me and my guests as we discuss healthcare, culture, and real life topics. Are you ready? Because it's time to take a page out of my playbook. Welcome back to All Things Pelvic. Now, I'm super excited actually for today's episode because this is my first recording of 2022. Um, and the ones that I released previously were actually ones that were recorded in 2021. And then, of course, life gets the best of you. And I wasn't able to post them right away. And life happens. I think we all know that. But I'm really excited to introduce my guest today because I, well, we can figure this out together, but (laughs) we connected about a month or two ago and I'm really excited for the journey that we're about to take with each other. So if you want to introduce yourself, you can go ahead. Yes. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My name is Mari Rellen and um, yeah, I was really excited to meet you and thank you so much for having me today. Um, I love meeting people like you and um, and collaborating as well. So my company is called Body Conceptions. Full name is Body Conceptions by Mari. We are a fitness company where our method is a dance-based fitness method, but I immediately follow that by saying, you absolutely don't have to be a dancer or coordinated <laughs> at all to do it. We just use some dance principles um, within the method and it's cardio and sculpting combined set to music. And our specialty is working with women um, through those transitions in life when it's really hard to find support and help um, and when women really need it. So those times are pregnancy, postnatal healing. We've also gotten into the fertility space as well as perimenopause. And most of what we do is um, personal training. We do it in home as well as virtually. We'll do small groups as well, but it's primarily personalized personal training. Oh, well, you just gave like the perfect rundown of your company. It's not always that great. I know. I was going to say like, good job. Good job because, yes, no. Um, well, I definitely wanted to meet, well, meet virtual, air quotes there. Um, I wanted to meet Mari just because I had a patient that was referred to me um, and she had such amazing things to say. And, you know, I hadn't heard of body conceptions before meeting you and then meeting that patient. And I Googled it and I was like, ugh, I love when something is in combination with, you know, some, a lot of people love to dance, you know? So I love that it's in combination with that. I think that there are so many workouts out there, but I think the one thing that stuck with me the most was that it was definitely geared more towards women, um, you know, and with prenatal pregnancy, the works, because obviously as a pelvic floor PT, that's a big population that I work with. Um, so anything that is catered to my ladies, I, I'm a big fan of that. Um, But especially, I mean, you just gave such a passionate response to of body conceptions. And I definitely want to know, like, what 
was the main thing that made you start body conceptions? You know, was it something like personal that happened? Was it just kind of idea that sparked to you? Like maybe women aren't looked at enough, you know, and aren't catered to enough. Was there something that happened there that made you want to create the company? Mm, well, thank you for asking me that. Um, and we're, by the way, celebrating our 10 year anniversary as of February 6th. Yay! So I'm thinking a lot about this. Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe we've lasted that long and we're still going strong. Um, it's, yeah. Um, yeah, there were a lot of reasons why I started and including all those things that you mentioned. Um, I was a dancer for a really, really long time, especially in musical theater and modern dance. And I came back to the city looking for a way to really ground myself differently. And that's when I discovered dance and fitness as, you know, an intersection. And that was really exciting. I have um, a background in neuropsychology also. And the place I was working at that time, I think they, they had recognized some of my academic background and had me work with pregnant women mm -hmm. <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily translate and I didn't have a lot of training so I panicked and then I <laughs> you know found out as much information as I could get got myself ultimately certified in prenatal fitness and then started looking around me at what does fitness know about pregnancy but also kind of understanding the world of fitness in terms of women's place in it and I actually had a lot of concerns at that time so this was you know, this was 12 years ago. At that time, fitness was really booming, but there was also this sense of competition of yeah. who can be skinnier, who can wear certain things that are trendy. Um, you know, I live in Denver now, so I reflect a lot on my time in New York and our company is still based in New York, but um, it was really intense and I didn't feel like it was always so friendly to women. Yeah. And so as I was trying to decide, you know, what are my own next steps and having really strong feelings about what women needed, I felt like, I would like to start a company that does things differently. I do want something really challenging and fun and um, that fits into this world in New York, but that has a much warmer and um, supportive way about it for women. I wanted to hire instructors who were extremely supportive and inclusive, but also challenging and inspiring at the same time. And I wanted to focus on pregnancy. Yeah. So this was something that, you know, I saw more in the prenatal yoga area. It's gotten better since then, but we were one of the first to really in the fitness world focus in on it. And then of course that extended to postnatal healing because that was a barren space. Oh, and then it yeah. extended out from there as we learned more and more about what women needed. But that's really the how things began in the in the beginning. It's amazing. And I mean I love that I mean your background is incredible, that's for sure. And I think it probably made you understand just like the science behind what you're doing as well, um, which I think is super important. Um, but one thing you mentioned was just like the competitiveness that can happen. Um, I think unfortunately that's still something that's kind of being shown on social media a lot. Uh, a lot of moms, I'm sure, you know, like as clients for you guys too, it's like, they're always like, well, how come that mom can do this? And like, I can't do that. So like one thing with my patients and I'm sure your clients and your instructors and everything that say to them, it's like, everybody is so different and like everything needs to be an individualized approach always. Um, but out of a lot of things you just said, that really just stuck out to me with the competitive part. So I think it's really cool that you were trying to change the mold of that because I think that unfortunately that's one of the things that's going to be really hard to change in general because it's like we have all these different platforms and all these things that we can go on to and seeing this mom doing this and posting that happy picture and like and 
Yeah. There's always something on social media to look at. I, I can't agree with you more. And social media has made it worse and worse before people saw commercials and print magazine ads and all that. And now they're seeing all these, you know, images that bombard them all the time. You're so right about that. And yes, New York is particularly competitive, but in general, it's also very hard not to compare yourself against a friend who was pregnant yeah. at the same time. So it's, and it can be like, why are they recovering at a different rate than me? Why do they look a certain way? And I look differently. And it is all about embracing your own um, individual process, as well as what can your body do? Your body does very different things than someone else. Yeah. So while we want to know, you know, what are the principles? And you do the same thing as well. You see people individually and you have to analyze them as an individual human. Um, we understand principles of pregnancy, postnatal healing, all of that, but each person has their own journey. And it's so important to recognize that and honor it at the same time. Definitely. And I love that you guys also cater to that. I think that's such a beautiful thing. And just to repeat it again, but they did just hit their 10 year anniversary, which I am sure feels so amazing. But before we actually started recording, Mari actually told me that as well. Um, and kind of mentioned that there were some hardships with that too, you know, with feeling like, yes, we hit our 10 year, but do you want to give everybody a rundown about that? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Um, boy, yeah, we've had our share of hardships and yeah. wins at the same time. Yeah, what I was just telling you is, you know, the 10 year mark is really a time when you look back on what you've done and then you're looking mm -hmm. forward at what you can do and you're reflecting on the things that have happened <laughs> and what you'd like to change and do better. Um, you have asked me about, you know, types of hardships that I've faced. And of course, a huge one is the pandemic. Um, and so much of business in general is about just looking around you and figuring out what's happening in the world now, but what might happen down the road and how do I adjust accordingly? Yeah. Because business is all about pivoting all the time. And so be really recognizing how do I need to stay with what's happening and really follow um, where the world is moving. And so the pandemic was such a big example of that. We went from, you know, seeing people in person in home to doing all this virtual training. It ended up being this really great thing actually, because you know, now we can expand our services far beyond yeah. our previous boundaries. So we can train people beyond New York and now I'm in Denver and we have people in Dallas and San Diego, but we can do it everywhere. So that's really great. And it's just, you know, it's just being able to keep up with what people continue to need and really listening to what that is. I think that's one of the biggest hardships for us. Yeah. It's always going to be, what's yeah. that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was saying, and what we can overcome at the yes. same time. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, <laughs> yeah. definitely. And I think, um, I feel like I could say that with anything, right? Like it's, you know, you're always going to want to do the next best thing. And I know we kind of, we were talking about that before, but it's like, you're looking at the hardships, which first of all, all of us have dealt with stuff these past few years, right? But you're always looking at what can I do to better this? What can I do to better that? And I think that's the same thing with our clients and our patients. It's like, they're always, it's hard to say in the present, um, sometimes and then like enjoy where I have gotten to. Um, whereas we're always looking like, what else can I do? Like, okay, maybe I did lose these few pounds, but like, do I need to gain strength now? Or like, there's always going to be something, but I think one thing, even like my parents and I had just talked about this, but it's like, stay in the present as much as you can. So like, that's my advice that I would give to anybody. And it's so okay to have goals. And it's such a beautiful thing to have goals, but it's like, 
it's also okay to just hang for a second. So- I, I cannot agree with you enough. I love that <laughs> advice. And thank you for reminding me for sure. Yeah. It's, I say this to our women too. It's like really appreciate how far you've come mm-hmm. and where what you can do now. It's always so easy to think, you know, oh, but I don't have this thing that I idealize that I really want to ultimately have, or I have five pounds left to go. And without really realizing how strong am I right now, how strong have I become versus where I've been before. And Mm -hmm. on a business level, it's so true as well. And I think, you know, one of the things I'm really um, celebrating that I'm so grateful for is our trainers um, and and the whole team and all the people that have really helped us get where we want to be. We have such incredible people working with us and for us. And that is something that I'm really, you know, and in the present moment, I'm really taking some time to figure out how to celebrate um, so that they feel it too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But um, you're, yeah, it's true. And it's, it's so good. I've learned to meditate and yes. I used to be bad at it. I'd fall asleep, but I'm much better now. I <laughs> really like focusing in and being able to really be present with my meditation. And I think that's a really great time to just really focus in on, you know, where things feel grounded and really good. Yeah, definitely. I know I just scolded you a little bit too. I just feel, <laughs> but I completely, I completely get it. You know, it's it, like I said, we always want to know what the next best thing is, but it's like, even, even you just saying, you're like, you know, I really appreciate my team. And it's like, maybe like, let's just hang out and figure out how to do that right now. And then we go on to the next goal and move on from there. But you're right. I think it's, um, we would even say that to our clients and our patients, um, no matter what. So yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, speaking of the hardships that you have for your business and everything, we kind of went down that route of talking about it. But what are a lot of the pros of your business? I know you mentioned, you know, now you're being you're able to do virtual. So like, yes, the pandemic did bring out a lot of cool things for a lot of businesses. You know, you're able to offer like virtual sessions for moms. And I even I love that you guys have a whole collection of just different workouts that you can do on the go. I was a participator in this as well. <laughs> and I can easily say, that right. you know, they're doable, but it's a challenge. And I think that that is one of the most beautiful things always. Like I get a little nervous with certain workouts, you know, the ones that like people are like, yep, like you might throw up after. And I'm like, well, I don't really want that. So. No, neither do I, to be honest. And I don't think it's great for women and their bodies either when yeah. they're destroying It's not great for hormone balance. It's not great, especially when you're going through pregnancy and recovery to stay in control of your body and keep your alignment. So you're totally right. Yeah, yeah, there are, boy, the the pros do go on and on. uh, And it's really taking the time to truly appreciate them. I would say one of the biggest things to me that is most important to my life and also my business is relationships. And so that does include my trainers and having a really strong sense of family with them and sharing and collaboration. We're really, really obsessed with collaborating with others outside of our business, thus working with someone like you, Mm -hmm. um, especially PTs. I think it's, you know, being able to have someone 
who, where we can recognize the limits of our own expertise, send someone to an expert who can help them where we might not be able to, and then ultimately be able to collaborate. So this idea of sending someone to you, hearing what you have to say, being able, you know, if they're still working with us, making sure that their workouts are consistent so that they have more of this 300, you know, and 60 degree sense of people caring for them. That's so important to me. Um, I'm obsessed with, working with people because of those relationships. <laughs> so seeing someone, you know, get stronger, recover from pregnancy really well and safely, um, hearing about someone's life and really being able to be a part of supporting them is beyond anything I could have imagined doing. Um, helping women in general and really, you know, being a force in women's health because I feel that, you know, there's just simply not enough research. As we continue to look at the research, there's not enough on how, for example, fitness can support fertility. We've yeah. read, you know, we're continuing to, continuing to read all about it and meet with doctors and people in the field who are, you know, at the forefront, but we want there to be more, more support, more availability of um, information for women. And we wanna be part of that process. Um, so yeah, I would say those, those are the primary pros. And then, you know, it's so exciting to develop these partnerships or to be in press and, you know, those parts of the business that are big highs and big wins where you feel like, wow, we're really being recognized. And we really appreciate that looking ahead at what more we can do. Oh, wow. Um, that's what I'm in the process of doing in my 10 year mark. And just the thought of all the possibilities, it's just, it's beyond. Definitely. And I mean, just the amount of like empowerment that you can get with that too, um, especially with your clients, just to show it's just like we are researching a lot of different things for you. So there is also that background of like, this isn't just fitness, but we also like, this is that science behind it too, of like, this is how it's going to benefit you, um, especially for fertility and all that. And I think that having that combination of that knowledge of like always wanting to research and find that next best thing is great. You know, that that's where it is great to not always say in the present is to, to have like the, the mindset of like, let me figure this out. And like, why are we maybe doing this certain exercise for this? Um, I think that that's my nerd side coming out about fitness for sure. But you know, it's funny. I know you mentioned there's so much work that we need to do in terms of like, getting more things for women, especially in the pregnancy realm, postnatal, all of the, all of the things. I, I, I went to Africa recently. Um, and it actually, I, before that, I'm not going to lie. I definitely kind of had this bitter feeling about our healthcare system and, you know, the lack of, you know, care that we get for women and a lot of the women that I work with. And after, after my trip, so I volunteered for about a week and a half and then the rest of it, um, I did more of a vacation, um, vibe and I was in Kenya for anybody who doesn't know. And it was really hard to see what the women did not have there, um, in comparison to us. Right. And do not get me wrong. You know, I, I did not want to come back from Africa and be like, well, in Kenya, they do this and like, they don't have this. And to have this comparison of this back and forth all the time, I don't think is very healthy, you know, with coming from the U.S. as well. But I looked at it in a way where I was, I was a little bit more grateful, you know, for the things that we do have, but that doesn't mean that there isn't work still to do. Um, and it was a mindset that I was kind of surprised that I came back with as well. Um, 
you know, over there, like they're not even checked after having a baby. Like, at, I know, I know your face right now. <laughs> like, yeah. And, you know, granted, that's probably not in all parts of, you know, where I was by any means. I'm sure money, money makes the world go round, unfortunately. So I'm sure if like, you're a family who, you know, was on the richer side, they would be able to have more connections and get checked out. Um, but when I came back home, it was more so of like, okay, we're like getting into the step of a right direction. And I think like that is something that instead of getting heated about it all the time, you know, about the lack of things that we have, I'm like, okay, this is what we do have, but how can we now make it better? Right. So it's like now more people are learning about pelvic floor stuff. Amazing. What else, though, is what what else can we do? Like, is there a way to maybe get like some pamphlets in the hospital? Is there a way to maybe, you know, just just talk about all these things, make more connections with, you know, with um, companies that are also within the same realm. So that's kind of where my mindset shifted when I came back. I mean, I have always wanted to make these connections, but like now more than ever, have I like wanted to make more connections with the people who also care about these causes, too. I can't agree with you more. And I'm loving hearing that perspective. I think we need to know what we might ultimately lack to really yeah. appreciate what we have. And I yeah. do think that's a really motivating experience. I love that. For and I'd sure. love to be part of your movement of getting more information out there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when I tell you I came back humble, I came back humble from, from that trip. That is for sure. It was... um. Yeah. I, and like I said, I kind of hate compare, you know, I hate comparing so much because we all grew up different. And like, it's not to say that everybody's like sad in Africa by any means. Honestly, a lot of these people were the happiest people that like I've ever met, you know, it's like, so it's this weird, like, you don't want to look down on somebody by, you know, by any means, but it was a lot of talking to a lot of the women that I worked with, you know, when I spoke to them, they it was a lot of just lack of resources too. So I think that that's where coming from the US, I was like, we really do have a good amount of resources. We just don't use them well. You know, like, we don't use them very no. well. So I, yeah. And that was a conversation that I had with some of the women over there where I was like, this is really sad to say, but we have it. We have it. Yeah. We're just not using it. And, you know, it was kind of like, it was like a little embarrassing to say too, you know, because it's yeah. like they're, they're wishing for some of these resources, whereas like we have certain ones and we just don't utilize it very well. So that was another thing too, where I was just like, okay, even with that, even with the things that like we do have, it's like, again, what can we now do with it a little bit better? So that's kind of the route that I've been taking a bit more just even with patient care, um, patient care too. It's like, instead of having this whole runaround with doctors, maybe after our appointment, it's like, I'm working on right now, like coming up with a resource list of like, these are the set ones, honestly, like give them a call or like, I'll help you give them a call too. Just kind of being more of a straight shooter about things is something that I would like to do. I, I love what you're doing so much. I think part of also what our issues can be as women is that we take things on alone. Yes. Partly because we think we have to, mm -hmm. or we don't even know that there's an option to ask around. I found 
even on a business level, the minute I start talking about what I need, I start realizing there are people around me who give me resources. And I think the same thing can happen in health. And I think, you know, a podcast like yours is so wonderful because it is spreading the word about what is available. But I think, you know, just having the courage to talk about what we're experiencing is really valuable because in our communities among our friends and in with it with professionals um it's you do find out that there are reasons for why we're experiencing certain things that we're yeah. not alone that there are solutions to them and i just also wish you know and i do think this is changing and there are certain doctors committed to this for sure but i i also wish in the doctor's office there was a little more time and room for those questions as well yeah. so i really celebrate those doctors that provide it for sure definitely and um that's the part that gets sticky as well, right? Because like usually those doctors that can provide it, they might be more on the expensive side or like not in your within your insurance. And I know that can be a whole episode in itself, I think, with talking about that, um, which is another reason why I'm a big fan of like social media and and things like that. I'm I'm even in the process too of like revamping that a bit. I think that a lot of times a lot of the pelvic floor specialists that are on social media, there's a lot of just like you shouldn't be experiencing this or like you should. And it's a lot of de- kind of not pessimistic. It's we're there to show you that there can be a solution to something, but I think that there also needs to be a little bit more positivity in in that as well. There is a lot of like, woe is me. Um, you know, I'm not the only person going through this as well. Um, and I get that, but then I feel like making that shift of like, okay, but like, here's also body conceptions where you can get like on the go workouts and you can do, yeah, you know, like you can do all these things. I think that that is going to be such an important shift to get to, Um, that's why I love all the accounts where they're like, here are some stretches to do if like, you know, if you're with the baby, you know, one day, or here's a quick, like five minute workout. I'm obsessed with those. And I think it's so important. Um, or what's that? Yeah. I I was just going to say, I love that. I support what you're doing. Um, and just that note of, of being positive. I think that's such an important thing to remember. Um, we focus on our workouts on joy and happiness and connection and things like that. You know, there are issues that people are dealing with and we definitely want to support that. But this idea of having a positive outcome and feeling more connected as a result of these things um, can really be wonderful. And I think that kind of positive outlook from your point of view as well is so important. Yeah. And then that's even like just going into, so I have done like the on the go workouts for you guys. And I just like, I just remember feeling that after I was done, I I was like, I was able to do those things. And like, I felt good about it. It wasn't like I was doing like a million burpees in a row or, you know, it wasn't like, I didn't, I just felt good. And I more so, I had a friend give me a piece of advice recently. And you would think that I would have this piece of advice too as a PT, but she was like, a lot of times we kind of really hone in on what we can't do. And then we make it a goal. Like, I, you know, somebody might want to hold a plank for two minutes and, you know, they're only at 30 seconds or something, but instead it's like, okay, but what can you do today? You know, like what can you do to like have yourself break a sweat or maybe you don't want to break a sweat today and you want to go for like that nice walk or whatever you want to do. And like, we should kind of look at it in that way. 
And ever since she said that, I think that I honestly, I've enjoyed my workouts a million times more. And your guys' workouts kind of remind me of that where it's like, they're so, you're using just functional, simple movements um, that are kind of part of our everyday that make you feel good about it because like they are part of our everyday. It's not anything so crazy. And I love that. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. We want to do movements that do feel organic Yeah, and we also want workouts that people enjoy. And yeah. so, you know, we do have our on-demand videos and I think they show the range of what we offer. We also really love to cater to our, our clients. If they have certain music they love to listen to, we find that can be incredibly motivating yes. or if there's certain ways that they really enjoy moving better more than others. Um, we cater to that as well. I think, you know, a really, really big, element here that is not um, emphasized enough is what do we actually want to do? What does our body want to do? What makes us happy? What feels good? I think so much of what we've done up until now, especially as women, is how do I de deny my body? How do I yeah. starve myself? How do I push myself to the point of throwing up? How do I work so hard that I'm almost dead? And it's yeah. like, wait, of all, it doesn't help our hormones when we are not listening to our bodies. Um, we're pushing ourselves to the point where our cortisol levels are through the roof. We're getting our estrogen progesterone out of whack. We're not listening to where we are in our cycles yes. of what we need. I could go on and on about this, but not working with our own bodies and with ourselves does not end up serving us. Yeah. Um, I heard, I heard something uh, told to me um, by, uh, I think she was a psychologist. She was so wise she said, because she was noticing with me that, you know, I tend to always push. I'm pushing no matter what. I have goals. I'm going to do whatever I can to reach my goal. It doesn't matter if there are 50 million obstacles. And she's like, you remind me of a salmon swimming upstream. And she was like, you're going to always reach your goal, but then there's going to be more you have to get to. And you're still going to have to swim upstream because yeah. that's your nature. She's like, have you ever thought of swimming with the tide? And honestly, that is part of what drove me to move to Denver because I love nature. I wanted a lifestyle that felt more like me. And in the process, I felt happier. I was more balanced. Things came more easily. And I, I feel that I can apply that to fitness as well. And yeah. in general and lifestyle is this idea of actually paying attention to what we want and need in a way that's it's quite healthy and balanced and just leads you to have to want to do more exercise because it's yeah. not killing you to want to eat in a way that's delicious and healthy because it feels good. Um, so I just generally I've been following that in myself and um, I'm finding it helps other women as well. I love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. I yeah, there's a lot of times I mean, you were you were in the city as well. You know, New York City can be such a hustle and bustling place. And even when I got back from my trip, I felt that right away. You know, I was like, is it fine that I'm not doing something right now? You know, like, is it fine that I'm like taking the day for myself? And that's not okay to feel that way, you know? And like you, I know this is sometimes unrealistic for people, but like, I really do think that like, you shouldn't have to go on a vacation to feel like you're on vacation. Um, it's okay to have your days, you know, I, my day did not start off so hot, you know, it's just, it's okay to have them. Um, but I really do think that like, if you're trying to run away from your life all the time, that that's not, that's not the vibe that we want for sure. So I love, I love that idea of more so just like, let's roll with it. And you changed what you needed to, to like make it better for yourself. And like, that's, 
what I would ask of anybody, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And now that brings me to, I always love to ask this question to like anybody that's on here, but I think you kind of already gave it, but we talked about the hardships of your business and, you know, all the things that we do for like both our patients and our clients. And what would you tell yourself if you were to go back and give yourself a piece of advice of maybe when you were, let's actually, let's go with when you were starting your business. Um, what would you go back and say to yourself? Oh, I love that question so much. Um, <laughs> yeah, I thought about it. I, yes, there's, there is a primary thing I would say, which is, um, you know, I definitely had a very specific mission when I started and it's really stayed pretty much the same, but just applied differently to different things, but it's a primary mission and a strategy. And I would tell myself um, to really trust it fully um, and not allow myself or yourself, if I'm talking to me from a third person, <laughs> don't, don't allow yourself to feel too guilty about saying no to things around you that don't fit that mission and that strategy. Oh my God, and yes. Yes. <laughs> Right? Are you resonating? Exactly. I, because, and I say this, I'm trying to say it in a simple way, but um, I sort of think of myself and us as people as sort of trees that we have, you know, we have roots, we're grounded, and then we have leaves that kind of sway around. And I have, I'm a person who I want to know what's happening in the industry. So I pay attention to what others are doing, but you have to stay very grounded in your own self and your own mission at the same time. And there have been a few times when I've had great, um, suffering from looking too much at what others are doing, wanting to, or feeling like I should be doing what they're doing, but it doesn't suit me. And I go down a path that doesn't work and it's filled with suffering because Mm -hmm. it's not really me. It's not really our company. And I'm heading down that path because I think I should. And I think that applies to so many things in so many ways, but on a business level, it's so important to always just reconnect with yourself and realize, is this something that works for our company? And if it doesn't, it's okay if I don't pursue that. Um, and if it does, how do I, how do I incorporate it into the mission and the strategy that's already there? And it's okay. We've cont- we have definitely morphed as a company and it's been in good ways that we've morphed, but I've had these moments where I've had to just reconnect with myself and decide what is it that really needs to happen right now. And I would just encourage myself from the present to the past to say, really, really trust yourself in that process. It's going to work out. You do know yourself, but just trust it. Yay. I, I, I love that. I, one of my friends and I, we recently had a conversation where it's, you really should trust your gut. Um, and there's a difference between being nervous and not trusting your gut. There, there's a big difference between that. And sometimes it can be a blurred line that like you can't really see right away. But there's a difference between like being a little nervous and giddy because you're about to like release something fun, you know, that like maybe you've been working on. Um, but not trusting your gut and like feeling uneasy about something is way different. So it's like if you have such a passion about something, just trust your intuition and roll with it. I love that. Love that so much. Yeah, Yeah. it's so true. It's so natural to be nervous. It's so natural to be worried and scared to go into a new thing, a new area. Um, I I completely agree with that. I love this concept of the gut because it really is. I'm a physical person. I feel my body when things aren't working. Yeah. And like, almost like it's that gut sensation of, oof, 
I'm heading down a path that's not really right. I can feel it in my body. And just, yeah, just listening to that is so important. Oh, for sure. I mean, I... I feel like we <laughs> we have talked so much about just like life and trusting your gut and like all of these things. I feel very empowered right now. <laughs> I feel like ready to just like finish the rest of my day and just be good to go. Oh, I want to thank you so much for being on here. I feel like this was so good to talk about your company and, you know, some of the hardships that you've been through, but like how you also have pulled through and some solutions that you're going to do in order to make it work and it will all work out fine. <laughs> um, but with that being said, can you tell everybody where they can find you as well? Yeah. So we're on Instagram at body conceptions, also Twitter, same name. You can find us on Facebook as well. Body conceptions by Mari. Um, come to our website, www.bodyconceptions.com. Um, I love receiving messages. So if you want to DM me, I will receive your DMs on Instagram and I'm happy to answer any questions whatsoever. I won't sell you anything. I'm here to provide information. <laughs> so I'm, I really believe in that strongly. So especially if you're feeling scared about anything, feel free to reach out. Amazing. And as always, I will put that in, um, in the credits and everything of the podcast. So you guys will be able to have all that information as well. Thank you so much for being on here, Mari. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. <laughs> Take care. Thank you guys so much for listening to the All Things Pelvic Pod. Have questions, concerns, comments? Want to share your story? Remember to follow me on Instagram at the underscore pelvic floor playbook. DM me, share my stuff, like it, and let me know what you think. As a reminder, this is not medical advice by any means, so don't be out here doing a bunch of nonsense in these streets. If you need me and want a vibe, you know where to find me. I'm out. Thank <laughs> you.